All right. Well, we are less than a week now from the start of fall sports practice. Uh, welcome into the final score, everyone. Greg Swatek here, and I'm joined this week by Catoctin football coach Mike Rich, uh, who who is gearing up in third third season now, right, Coach Rich? Well, for, fourth season officially. Uh, we have that COVID season that that sometimes we all like to forget. Sometimes, but do, do you count? Do you count the COVID year? I, I, I guess it does count. It was a, and you were playing in the spring too. It was. It was in the spring. Uh, you know, we we had the fall where we didn't have anything, and uh, then we picked it up in the spring. I, I count it just because. I felt like I learned so much through that season, you know, in, in spite of uh, all the craziness and all the toughness, you know, I, I grew a ton throughout that season and it was just so strange. And then, um, you, you know, early on we had, we had a player who, uh, who, who was hurt and was, was flown out and in the hospital. And so we were praying through that situation. And so, yeah, I, I believe that I grew a ton in that season. So I, I counted, I, I say it's number four for me here at Catoctin. And that was your first year. I mean, you're excited. You finally yeah. get a head coaching job, yeah. and then and then the world shuts down on you. World shuts down. It was two weeks. Two weeks in, we got two. I got two weeks of lifting with the guys, uh, and, and they were coming off obviously a great season and had a lot returning. So we were looking forward to that, um, and, and got the job. And then two weeks later, uh, everything the world shut down, and seemed like it was an eternity before we got back up and rolling. But uh, here we are. Here we are. Do another another quote-unquote normal season and ready to rock and roll and, and don't you like playing when the weather's getting colder don't you like the fall there's a reason why i don't coach a spring sport I, I see mike franklin doing it all the time and he's out there trying to cut the grass and he's freezing cold and I, i'm not i'm not i'm not built for that i like the uh i, I like when it, the fall and best time of the year for me yeah that, that, that's football weather where uh, on a nice 40 45 degree night so with, with, with the leaves changing because you guys have a beautiful stadium oh, yeah. up there absolutely so. and and you know we're just we're, we're so blessed they're they're putting in the turf as we yeah, speak I was they, ask get, you about that. they got the gravel all laid out today they were smoothing all the gravel out so we're hoping by uh they say august 25th but we're hoping by at least by september 1 we're ready to play and and welcome boonesboro onto the new field and, and get rocking and rolling so I, I live close to walker's so high and i think they're about in the same spot as well so uh they're working around the clock trying to get it done but it, it is i you've seen it it is the most beautiful place to play a high school football game in the fall surrounded by the mountains and you can see all the way to pennsylvania and when the leaves are changing there's no place like it up in thermont i mean your practice space is undisturbed, undisturbed right down down the hill and yeah stuff you like gotta kind of so. you gotta kind of avoid as you go down and and uh, walk around the the big piles of dirt but uh yeah we can we're, we're free to practice down there and and uh, yeah, this time next week we're rocking and rolling. Yeah, you got your famous hill uh, right next to your practice field. That's a good uh, hill to run on. Many, I, I was gonna say many a Catoctin men have been made on that hill, and uh, and and it's a it's it's a good place to use, and and, and it keeps keeps me in shape. Well, 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 will your guys be running hills uh, at the end of practice? So. Uh, we 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 like to if we practice well, hopefully not too many. Uh, you know, we 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 like to to do football specific conditioning. We we don't like to just run just to run. Um, although our guys got to be in shape, we're 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 Catoctin High School. We got to play both ways, and uh, but but we don't like to run just around. We like to do football specific stuff. We think if we practice fast, we practice hard, and there won't be a whole lot of need for that. But it is a little bit in the Catoctin blood to get on that hill and run a little bit. What what, what do you think you've learned through three seasons so far? Patience, patience, and uh, and and just understanding that success is not linear. Um, and, and, and just defining success just a little bit differently and understanding that, uh, uh, the, the kid who, who didn't enjoy coming to school, the kid who, who, who didn't like lifting weights, the kid who, who was maybe wasn't going to graduate, 
Then he fell in love with the process of lifting weights. And then he fell in love with football. And now he's a high school graduate and he's going on to college. Understanding that that is success. That it doesn't always have to show up on the football field, although that is ultimately the goal. We believe that if we follow that process, we're going to be there. It's going to happen. Um, but just understanding that that we know success is uh, it, it, you can chase it as hard as you want. You can go after it as much as you want, but it is not loyal to you. You know, the other the other guy is chasing it just as hard sometimes. And uh, you give everything you got, and then you can look in the mirror and know that you gave it everything you have. So just patience and understanding that that our guys, uh, the Catoctin way is to give everything they got. Right. For as long as I've known you, d- dating back to your uh, days when you were coaching under Rick Connor at Ligonor, yeah. you, you've always been a perpetually positive yeah. person. Yeah. Has, has it been tough to stay positive when there haven't been a ton of wins on, on, on the ledger in recent years? Yeah, absolutely not. I, th- I think it's it's just in my nature to, to be more positive. But that, trust me, there are days where, where, where my wife's got to gotta talk me down sometimes. I, you, I come you, home you, have, and, you have bad days? Oh, I have bad days. I have bad days. Just you, like, you wake up on the wrong side of the bed sometimes? <laughs> there are sometimes. There are sometimes. And, and, but you know what? When I get home, uh, you know, I heard a guy say one time, I want to be famous in my own house. I want to walk in the door and see my girls running to me. I got two little girls and, and they don't care if it's a win or a loss. They just, they just excited that dad's home. And, and so it's, it's, it's tough some days to leave that stuff at home. And sometimes I don't do a great job of it. Um, but, but it is, it is, uh, it, it, it is not hard to stay positive when you're surrounded by people who are doing things the right way. You know, our athletic director, Keith Brook, our, our principal, Jen Clements, they set just an awesome tone of really what interscholastic sports should be. And that is teaching these life lessons and understanding that there's a process to winning, that it's not just going from point A to point B and you're at Navy Stadium holding up the trophy. That's just not the way life goes. There's bumps, there's 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 ups, there's downs. And if we can just serve each other the best we possibly can, if we can just love each other the best we possibly can and be there for one another, all that other stuff's going to take care of itself. So there are bad days, there are tough days, there are difficult times. Um, but you just got to rem- remind yourself of your vision. What's what's your vision? Why why are you doing this? And that's really for life change. I imagine you're positive because it beats the alternative, it, uh, and being negative could be corrosive at times. Uh, I'm sure that's sort of how you look at it. So, um, how do you keep others around you positive? How how do you lift the spirits of of your players, of of your of the guys you coach with uh, when 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 times are tough? Ultimately, people just want to know that you believe in them, and I think if they feel that and they truly know that. I tell people this all the time, and people laugh and they don't believe me, but I've never gone into a game in my entire life thinking that I was going to lose. There are times in games where I, looking back, we didn't stand a chance possibly. But going into a game, I always believed that we got a shot. If you're playing the Baltimore Ravens, Catoctin I, versus wait, the Ravens. Catoctin yeah. versus the Ravens. We're going after him. We're, we're blitzing Lamar Jackson. We're going to go get him, all see right. what happens, all right? But, but you know, it's, I've never gone into a game. And, and, and realistically, you know, going back, we've played some really good football teams. I remember uh, going into a game. We played, when I was at Linganore, we played a team called Penn's Grove from New Jersey. And they were unreal. But, man, I thought we were going to win by 30. I remember going into a state championship against Damascus. We ended up getting killed, but I thought we were going to win by 30. You know, and now Brian Brzee is playing for the New Orleans Saints, and they got guys all over the place. I remember going into to Frederick last year. Frederick, who, who, who was the number one 3A team for, for longer than uh, – or, or for most of the season – and you know who led them for the longest throughout the season? Catoctin High School. Right. And we, it's because our guys believed that they could do it. 
We, we led them longer than Oakdale did when Oakdale beat them because they beat them on the last play. And, and, and our guys just believe. And that's just in the Catoctin DNA that they, if, if we're in the fight, we're in the fight. We're, we're, we're going as hard as we can. We're giving everything that we have. And if it works out and, and, and we end up on the top of the scoreboard, great. If it doesn't, then we can look ourselves in the mirror and we can know that we gave everything that we have. I, I will ne- the day that I go into a game thinking I'm going to lose is the day I'm going to hang it up. Really? Okay. Absolutely. Have you always been positive or have you learned to become positive and that negativity doesn't really help? Uh, it's, it's a learned trait for sure. I mean, if you, if you know, you talk to my four-year-old sometimes everything's the worst thing in the world. Sometimes, you know, it's, it's just the way I think humans are, are wired. Um, but if you know anything about me, you know, that my faith is very, very important to me. Um, you know, I, I grew up in the home of a Southern, uh, of a, you know, my, I was the grand, the grandson of a Southern Baptist preacher. My dad's a pastor. I've been ordained. Um, and my faith is, is vitally important to my life. Um, and, and I think the one thing that I have to understand and everybody has to understand is, is that our, li- our, 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 our steps are ordered. It's just, are, are we going to walk in those steps? Are we going to continue to keep moving no matter what obstacles are in our way? Are we going to keep climbing? Are we going to keep pounding? We talk about pounding the rock. Are we going to keep swinging the hammer no matter what the obstacle is? It doesn't matter who is on the field in front of us. You know, we've been playing seven on seven all summer long at Oakdale High School. And it's been us, Oakdale, Tuscarora, and uh, uh, yeah, us Oakdale and Tuscarora. So that's some heavyweights. I mean, Oakdale, the three A. Oakdale runner, and, and Walkersville. I'm sorry, yeah. And Walkersville is supposed to be pretty good this Absolutely. year. Absolutely, they, they they got they got guys all over the place. Uh, uh, Oakdale's got guys all over the place. Tusk. I mean, listen, we I coach in I think, and one of the best football areas in the state of Maryland. I mean, bar none. You look at coaches from top to bottom. And these guys, if you don't game plan, man, you're going to struggle. If, if you're not lifting weights, you're going to struggle. It seems like everybody is, is doing everything they can. And Tuscarora, you know, you're going against one of the county greats in Ryan Hines. Yeah, Coach and, Hines is going to get them going. And, and yeah. Doc, who was at Oakdale for a long time, he's there. And Brian Pinnell and, and Ray Gray's on their staff with a lot of energy. And so, I mean, showing up every day and, and, and getting our guys to play every day and compete every Friday – at Oakdale High School, um, you know, we're we're trying to go in there with a the mindset that that we're never the underdog. That that there's we're we're always hunting. We're always going after guys and and just seeing what we can do. So we're we're excited to get going here. Are you dead tired at the end of the day? Do you crash and burn? Because you, you, I mean, <laughs> you you burn and expend so much energy during the day. I mean, how do you how do you recharge and reload? Hey, we only know one way. Uh, and and, and you know, I learned under Rick Connor. Yeah, who's who's Mister Energy? You've talked to Rick Connor before. It's funny. I'm sitting at my daughter's. Uh, uh, a practice, and I'm actually on, on on the radio with Steve Nibs at the time, at that exact moment, and I'm sitting there uh, in a lawn chair off to the side as my daughter's cheerleading practice. Who do I see right in front of me? Rick Connor, and he's yelling, screaming, shouting out to me, and he's at Mr. Energy. If there's anybody in the county that's Mr. Energy, it is him, and, and so learning from him, there's only one way to do it, and that's to give it everything you have. Uh, but yeah, at, at nighttime, it's, it's time to go to bed. I'm tired. Right. I'm, I'm sure you don't love practice as much as coach Connor. Cause I don't think anyone could love practice as much as coach Connor, but, but, but I'm guessing you can't coach a Ligonore without loving practice. Oh, I love it. I, I love game. I love practice planning. I love, uh, uh, writing scripts. I, I love be walking down onto the field. I still get nervous to walk down the field. 
you know, just talking about 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 my daughter, she she was telling me she was nervous to go to practice for the first time. I said, "Honey, Daddy still gets nervous every practice. I walk down that hill or I go down that hill. Man, I'm nervous because what what makes you nervous? We just put so much into it. We put so much into everything that we do. Uh, every minute, every second is planned out, and and we just want that execution to be as top notch as possible. And we know that it's the one percents that be, that make us great." And if we can find that 1% today, hopefully when we lifted weights today, we were 1% better than Boonesboro. That's our, that's our hope. That's our goal. Boonesboro, your, that, your first our, opponent. Yeah, yeah, week one opponent. And, and we hope that, that's our, that we were 1% better than they were today. And over the course of 100 days, if you're 1% better every day, then you're 100% better. And so that's why we get nervous because we're so excited to be down there. We're so ready to go. And, and we just... We, 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 we want to bring everybody on board with us. We want everybody buying into that vision. So, man, if you're, if you're not nervous, if you're not – nerves are natural. Don't let any leader tell you that they're not nervous because every time they step out there in front of people, we have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to lead these people in the right direction. Right. Uh, how did your summer go against those uh, heavyweights, Oakdale and Tuscarora and Walkersville? Oh, it's fun, man. It is fun. It's, it's good to compete, and it's good for our guys to see – uh, they see the name Oakdale or they see the name Walkersville and they see these bigger schools. And what they realize is we're not a whole lot different, not a whole lot different. Our, our, our 16 year old kid is a 16 year old kid. Now, yeah, you have your you have your special ones like that. You know, they got a kid going to Michigan, the quarterback going to Charlotte over at Oakdale. And they got some special ones over at Walkersville and they're growing over at Tuscarora. But ultimately, a 16 year old kid is a 16 year old kid. And it's time that our guys start to realize and start to believe that we are in the game no matter who we're playing. We're always in the fight, and uh, and that, that's why we do it. Uh, that's why we're, we're, we're going to scrimmage Fort Hill this year. We're in, in a three-week span, we scrimmage Fort Hill, we play Boonesboro, and we play Mountain Ridge. And so we're really, really excited uh, because that's the conversation we want to be in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, what's the what's the method to the mass madness, the scheduling of Fort Hill and and loading up your schedule? Yeah. We 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 you know we just want to play teams our size. We that's that's our we 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 look for teams our size. It doesn't matter how we 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 want to put ourselves in that conversation. We want to put ourselves in that conversation uh, year in and year out that, hey, hey, I, I don't know anything about Katoxin this year, but I know they're going to be tough. I know they're going to be they're going to be strong. They worked in the weight room. We know they're going to execute well. Um, and so it's it's good, man. It's always good, especially now. I, I love the playoff system now. A lot of people are, are not advocates of it, but. It's allowed us to schedule tougher teams in the regular season. Yeah, because one loss doesn't kill you. One loss doesn't. I mean, there back in the day, you lose one game and you could miss the whole playoffs if you're in a tough region. I remember, you know, just getting started at Linganore in the old 3A West. And my gosh, it was brutal. Back when Seneca Valley was really good and Damascus and Linganore and Urbana. And it was just, it was just tough. And you lose one game and you're out. But now... You know, Mike Franklin used to tell me when I first got to Catoctin, who obviously Mike Franklin's a phenomenal coach, done awesome stuff. Uh, he used to say, hey, you, get, you, got, you got nine scrimmages to get it right. You got nine scrimmages. That's what it's become now. You know, because realistically, this isn't the goal, but you could go 0-9 and win a state championship now. 0-9 and, and win. Uh, what? Do you understand why people don't like that? Oh, absolutely. I understand why people don't like it, but from when you're dealing with with 18, but also you got to think about it. You wouldn't get those matchups between Oakdale and Milford Mill in week one, 
like right. you like you would have now, like you would have, you know, you yeah, would have because, it back in the because day. you wouldn't want the loss. You wouldn't want to start the season and be out of the playoffs. Absolutely, and you're you know you're trying to organize your schedule to to get around good teams so that you can try and just make it to the playoffs and and just start a new season from there. But now you get to compete week in and week out. You get to test yourself. There is not a cupcake on our schedule, not a single one. There is not a team that can't beat us week in and week out on our schedule. We're playing Clark County from Virginia. Yeah, that, said, uh, t- tell us about them because I, I noticed them. Yeah, they, I mean, they're, they reached out to us, and they're, they're our size. They're, they're a small school. They're a 1A school. In, but in Berryville, Virginia. Berryville, Virginia, that's right. And, uh, and they, I think they've had 17 straight winning seasons. Uh, their coach has been there for a long time and seems to be doing things the right way. And we're excited. We're excited to test how, ourselves against another great program. How, how did that game come about? Well, uh, Keith Keith Brook, our athletic director, was just phenomenal. Uh, he was like, you know, we sat down for the last year and a half, really, as we knew schedules were going to be opening up and then doing new stuff, and and said, okay, let's just scour everywhere. We we again, we want teams that are relatively close to our size. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, we love testing ourselves against against Frederick and those teams, but we want teams our size, and we're looking to play those guys. But we want them good. We that's where we want to be. We we would love be, to be looking back here in 17 years and say we've had 17 straight winning seasons. And so there's no better way to start that than right now playing the best that we can possibly find. So Keith called everywhere. I mean, I think every state uh, in our area he called, and and then they just happened to pop up and have an opening, and it just kind of. It just kind of matched up for us, so we're, we're excited. So you guys have your traditional – let's go through the schedule here. You have Absolutely. your traditional opener against Boonesboro. Yep. It's always a week one game, and then yeah. it's a game that's gone back and forth. Yeah. And sometimes you guys have gotten them. Sometimes they've gotten you. Mm-hmm. So uh, then you have Mountain Ridge, yep. uh, who's a very formidable team. Um, but both those games are at home, so so, yes. that, so that helped you guys. You guys aren't traveling. We're hoping. To Fro- we're hoping. <laughs> right. You're not, you're not traveling to, to, to Frostburg to that's play right. Mountain Ridge. That's right. Uh, you're at Williamsport, a team mm-hmm. a team you've had a lot of success against, and then you face uh, Tuscarora in Week Four, and they're they're a three A school w- w- with a new coach who's, yeah. who's who's won a state title. Absolutely. So. And Williamsport, I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I, I off the top of my head, I don't know the win loss between Catoctin and Williamsport, but um, you know we've seen them in a scrimmage last year, and uh, and, and they've been on the up in the one A and two A, uh, that new one A two A classification, and, and and they've been winning a lot of ball games. Um, and, and just just great athletes all over the board. So yeah, those are four four tough games right there, and we're we're excited to, you know, we kind of break our season down into thirds, and we're looking at each each, and we're saying we're gonna we gotta win the, these three, and then we gotta win the next three, and kind of breaking it down into thirds as a coaching staff and planning on. What do we need to win the first third? What do we need to win the second third? What do we need to win the the third third, and then going into the playoffs? So it's tough. It's it's we're excited, right? Uh, so Clark County in week five, then you have Middletown, uh, and, yeah. and, and uh, Middletown's uh, resume doesn't need to be uh, announced here. Everyone knows they're very strong year after. That's another year, one last so. year. Last year, if you if you uh, were at that game or if you remember that game, uh, you know we had we had a chance to win it there at the end. I mean it was a four, it was a fourteen thirteen game. And uh, we decided to go for two. Um, well, we, yeah, why'd you do that? Which is it's the Catoctin way, you know. It's the Catoctin way, but but also, um, man, it's it's Middletown. It's Middletown, and we're, and we're going to give them everything we got. 
um, and and we wanted to we wanted to take destiny into our own hands and see what happened, and it didn't work out. But you know, sometimes when you roll the dice, you got to be prepared to take that to well, understand. Well, well, would you make the same decision again? Hundred percent, one hundred percent. And I remember being in those conversations in the, in the famous game with Nathaniel Musselman at Damascus High School uh, when the lights went out and the, the the ground was frozen. And I remember standing in the locker room with Chris O'Connor, who's now the AD over at Tuscarora, and Rick Connor. And in the in the locker room, and I think it was the third intermission when the lights went out, uh, sitting there and said, if we have a chance, we're going to go for it. So you got to res- you got to resolve yourself before the game that this is what you're going to do. And Musselman slipped. On, he did on, slip. on, on the turf. It's it's been twice that it hasn't worked out for me, but once that it did when we played Oakdale. Um, but but that's just that's just what we're going to do. We're we're gonna we're gonna uh, uh, go out with everything we have and know again that we, when we look in the mirror. We have no regrets. Are you are you situationally aggressive or are you always aggressive? Um, I, my my defensive coordinator, Coach Marquez, is probably even more aggressive than I am. So I would say comparatively, I'm situationally aggressive. Uh, but we're not going to be we're not afraid to onside it. Uh, we were 75 percent in onside kicks last year. Uh, now Connor Crum was phenomenal at him. He was really good. Um, but but we're we're going to go after him. We're 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 going to leave everything out there that we got. Uh, but we still do have to understand that there's a there's got to be a tactic to it. We can't just we can't just do it uh, just because. There's right. got to be a tactic to it. But but you're not gonna have regrets like I didn't give it my best shot. Or, no way. Or or, or we we should have gone forward and didn't. Like that's not gonna that you're not gonna have never. to worry about that. So. N- never never never. I mean, and I, I had people coming up to me after the game, and some people were were excited about the call. Some people were not so excited about the call. But uh, that's okay. We're we're big boys. We we understand that that there's risks involved in this. Um, and at the end of the day, man, what are we teaching our kids? We're teaching our kids to give it everything you got. That when they're when they're going for that job interview, man, give it every, throw everything at it. Do everything you possibly can. Give everything. Sell out for that one opportunity, that one moment. And maybe, just maybe, something special happens. I, I think I'm missing a game on the schedule here because you play Middletown on October 6th, and then, and then I have Walkersville as your next game. So. Uh, yeah, you, we we do, don't. Do you we, know do you Smithsburg? Play, Smithsburg. Smithsburg between that. Okay. Yes. Um, and Smithsburg uh, is a team you've handled well, but but you can't you can't sleep on uh, on the Leopards. You know, Co- so. Coach Miller over there. He, he's new. He well, he was uh, defensive coordinator when uh, Coach Ahern was there, when Vince Ahern was there, and then uh, he was defensive coordinator there. Got to know him a little bit uh, just through some scrimmages. We scrimmaged them last year at North Hagerstown. And uh, man, I, I don't know what I don't know a ton about what they got coming back this year. Obviously, that's late in the season, so we'll have a ton of film on them by that time. Uh, but I know him as a person, and I know he's going to do great things there. I know there they have morning lifts, they have afternoon lifts. It seems like he's always in the weight room with his guys, and that's step one. If you get the guys in the weight room, you get the guys buying into the weight room first. Winning is going to come shortly after. And then you have the big finish of the season. You have you have Walkersville at home yes, on October twentieth, and you have Brunswick at home on on the on the twenty seventh. So yeah, and we have so much respect for those two staffs. I mean, Coach Polis obviously is is a tried and true winner in our county, and if you can win in our county, you can win just about anywhere. Uh, state championship pedigree. Uh, you know, funny story when I was a senior in high school. Uh, playing at Ligonor High School, he was the head coach at Urbana High School at the time, and they upset us uh, that year. So, so just being able to see his pedigree over the last, um, you know, you know, decade and a half or so is is awesome. And Tyler Thompson's a great young defensive coordinator over there, and then Coach Smith over at Brunswick. I mean, you can't speak more highly about 
taking a team, a 1A team, and, and doing big things than what he's starting to do over there. And, and, and he, works. Was at, he was good at TJ, too. He was good at TJ. And, and I remember playing his teams uh, over at TJ and, and the great stuff that he did. I mean, he's just a leader. And, uh, and so we're, we're really excited that we get the opportunity uh, to be in a region with them. And, uh, and, and it's, it's gone a little bit back and forth between us the last couple of years since I've been at Catoctin. Um, and, you know, they got to go to the semifinals last year. And, uh, and so, yeah, we're, we're excited for that, that rivalry to continue to grow. And it's been close, man. We've had, we've had some, some barn burners here with them in the last couple of years. Uh, let's talk about your guys a little bit and how, you, how you're going to look on the field. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've had pretty young teams the past couple of years, right? We have. So, so yeah, we, we've, uh, last year we, we did have a lot of senior contributors uh, that, that played tough for us. And, again, a lot of people think that you go from not winning very many games, which two years ago we were we were one and nine, and everybody looks or one and eight, yeah one and nine, and then the next year you're like, oh, it's it's two and eight. They didn't take a big step up, but man, if you look at those games, our guys competed their butts off every day, every game, and uh, so it's I think we you go from not winning very many games or losing games to competing and then to winning, and uh, I can't speak more highly of our JV staff. Our JV staff has just been continuous and a continuous stay for our our program. And we've had a lot of success over the last two years in our – really last three years going back to COVID uh, in our JV staff. And so uh, what we got coming up is, is, has been great. And, uh, and we've had a full, you know, three, four years with these guys to really build them. Uh, but we're excited about what we, what we got coming back uh, and what we got coming up from JV. Uh, any schematic changes offensively, defensively, or are you going to be doing what you've been doing? We're, we're, pre- we're pretty much, uh, you know, we're settling into what we believe that we can do at Catoctin High School. Uh, and I just read a, a quote from Steve Spurrier. He said, if I'm, if I'm thinking out of the box, I know I'm thinking on the right track. And so we're trying to just find out-of-the-box ways, uh, but, but still within a tried-and-true method because football, it looks like it's changed, but it really hasn't changed. Still the best blocking team. Still the best tackling teams that are going to win. So we're trying to stick to those fundamentals um, and, and really teach and hammer those fundamentals while also trying to be creative with what we do offensively and defensively to put our guys in the best position to be successful. So, yes, I mean, there's always changes. Uh, that you make, you look back on the year before and you say, we need to, we need to make an adjustment here. We need to be better in this area. Um, so we do that. And uh, so, yeah, there'll be some changes, but pretty much the same as what we've always done. Uh, quarterback will be up in the air, okay. up in the air. Uh, you know, you got two guys really competing for that spot. Um, you got a senior in, uh, in Hayden Matthews, who took some snaps for us at quarterback last year. Um, you know, great arm talent. Uh, uh, great ability uh, as a, he, he leads our guys in the weight room, you know, maybe one of our hardest workers. And it's always a positive when your quarterback is one of, if not your, your hardest worker, last guy in the weight room, first guy in there, uh, really big arm talent. And then you got a kid coming up from JV who had uh, two great seasons on JV, Seamus Stull and uh, Seamus ran. He's with, a track athlete. He's a track guy. Uh, just, just ran our fastest 40 time today um, as we were testing out this morning and, and, uh, and and so he he adds a lot of speed and a lot of good decision making to that position. You could run with him, I imagine, so, uh, out of the pocket. And, yeah, uh, and and we're, so we're excited. You know, he he ran on that that famous four by one team with Brody Buffington that went up to the pen relays and and all that stuff. And so you know, just a kid who's really grown into himself and just a, a quiet confidence about him who's going to work hard, who's going to give it everything he has. So so we're excited to see what the competition holds. So so this will be decided in. 
practice. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm a big believer that the team picks the quarterback. You're going to be able to tell when one quarterback steps in, what, you know, the, the, the play lifts. You can see it. I mean, you see it on Sunday, Sunday afternoons in NFL games when a certain guy comes in. Quarterback's a weird position because there's that intangible, you know, you use that word all the time, it's intangible. Well, what is that? What makes a Tom Brady who uh, not a great 40-time guy, uh, not a great test guy, what makes him the one of the greatest, if not the greatest of all time? Don't come at me about that. I think he is the greatest of all time. But what makes him be great over somebody with an unbelievable arm talent or speed? It's the intangible, and hard, you'll hard, see and, it. And he's a worker too. He's a worker. You'll see. You'll see it. You'll see the play of the team lift with one guy. So I believe the team picks the quarterback. Right. Uh, no good Catoctin, uh, or excuse me, every good Catoctin football team has been able to run the football. Um, who will run the ball for you? We we got a couple guys, and we're excited about about you know because at Catoctin, everybody plays both ways. We got so many guys playing both ways. You know, we're going to have about 65 in the program. So that's JV varsity. JV and varsity will probably balance it out about 35 and 30 okay. somewhere in there. So, so, so you don't want to get hit by the injury bug with 35. Don't want to get hit by the injury bug. That's for sure. We're going to try and keep that away and pray that away. But uh, our, our guys are, are – that's why we lift all the weights. That's why, that's why we do all the things that we do in the offseason to try and prevent from that stuff. Um, but we got a couple guys, uh, kid, kid who, who carried the rock for us a lot last year. It was, a, it was a sophomore, Jake Bell, who we're really excited about. He's also a great pitcher on our baseball team, uh, has, a, has a great future in either sport that he decides to play defensive end for us. Carried the ball a lot for us last year. Uh, uh, we got Hunter Bradshaw. Um, we got Wayne Furson, who, who uh, will also start in the secondary for us. Uh, so we got a lot of guys who can just get downhill fast, and we believe that's in the DNA of Catoctin football uh-huh. is getting downhill fast. Hunter was a wrestler, I know, right? Hunter was a, a very good wrestler, and he may have the best mullet in Thermont, but uh, <laughs> he, he's a great, great kid, a hard worker. Uh, his dad's one of our JV coaches, so he's from a football family. He understands the game at a high level. But also Wayne Furson, who, uh, man, he, he's just crazy legs Wayne Furson. He's going to get downhill as fast as he can. He's not afraid of anything. He's going to get stick his nose in there. And, and so, you know, we, we believe that if we get our, our, our shoulders square at running back and our goal is four yards, if we get four yards, we're happy. It's going to be a back-by-committee thing? or Absolutely. Um, okay. It's got to be. It's got to be. You know, one, one guy can't take all those hits all the time. And you've seen that in the NFL. You've seen that in, in the college level. And you see it now at the high school level. And, again, especially at Catoctin High School. Obviously, when it comes down to it, the hot hand's going to go. Uh, in the fourth quarter, if, if if one guy's riding hot, we're going to keep keep giving him the ball. But, um, you know, we, we want to keep guys fresh. And, and, and really, we're looking for a long season. Will it be a run-heavy offense, or you're going to try and keep it balanced? Or what will the offense look like? We, we like to balance it out. We, we like to, to, to make sure that we can get our athletes the ball in space. So, again, we like to be creative about how we do that. But we want to get our athletes in space with the ball, you know, you got you got Logan Malahowski, who had a big year for us last year, um, and he even missed a game, but but had a big year for us. I mean, he had an 80-yard touchdown catch against Frederick, outran them all, and um, and then you have Vince Reaver, who who came on really strong late for us, had a huge game against against Middletown. You have Charlie Doherty, um, who who who's really been a utility knife guy for us over the past couple of years. Um, you know, Hunter Hunter will catch some balls. Ben Krause, who's a basketball kid. 
uh, had a had a torn ACL that he was recovering from. Uh, you got Brady Koenig. I think we're very very deep in our receiver position, so we're just trying to get the ball in space to our athletes and and, and let them make plays for us and make us look good. Is Reaver a tight end or uh... no? Reaver is a uh, is a slot receiver okay. for us. Okay, slot receiver. Okay. Yeah. Is he the younger brother of a Reaver who played tight end at Catoctin? Uh, I believe he's know? I believe he's a cousin. cousin. Don't, don't okay. quote me on that. Okay. But he ended up playing at Navy, I think, yeah, in the yeah, 09 yeah. state championship team. Don't quote me on that. Sorry, Reavers. I don't I don't know the exact relation, but I believe they're related somehow. Okay. And, and how are you looking up front on offense? Up front, I mean, Catoctin is it, it's when when you when you don't have big guys up front, it, that's where that heart piece takes over. But we're lucky. We got big guys up front this year, and we got uh, uh, guys who have worked together, and that was kind of one of our goals over the last couple of years is is getting our guys offensive line-wise working together. Uh, and I got to shout out uh, Hog Performance, uh, Shannon Breen. I don't know if you, you heard of him much at all. but oh, I, know, I know Shannon, yeah. He, he works with a bunch of offensive linemen in our county. He's worked with a few of our guys. And uh, we're, we're just excited um, uh, to get a cohesive unit up front um and, and get them get them going so so i think you know we're going to be bigger um what does that mean we'll find out we'll, we'll see what kind of tenacity we'll see what kind of kind of uh toughness they bring to that unit okay uh who do you expect to stand out on defense defensively um you, you know and guy and again, guys are going both ways and in, in, yeah, in a lot of cases of course yeah. of course uh, uh charlie dockerty is is he, he's just a tough kid for us you know, we played seven on seven at oakdale last friday i look over in the parking lot and he's changing in the parking lot i'm like charlie what are you doing coach i got, I got a south side tire and auto they need me today i gotta go i'm putting all my work i'm clocking in and he's just a clock in kind of guy no matter what he's doing he's gonna clock in he's gonna give you everything he's got so so he's gonna be good for us um, you know, defensive line is really by committee. You know, I play, I play, I coach under Rick, who's who, who I think is one of the the, the best defensive minds around um, that I've ever seen. And uh, and and it's just kind of, you know, we got three, four, five guys at at that defensive line position that I think can really can really get in there and go. Jake Jake Bell um, is is gonna is returning on the defensive side of the ball. He's a wrestler. He's a wrestler too. He's a really good wrestler. And that's the that's the awesome thing about Catoctin. Every season, I get to go see some of my guys competing at a high level. Um, you know, everybody's got to everybody's got to play at Catoctin. Everybody's got to compete at Catoctin. There's a spot for you at Catoctin. Um, and so, he, you know, he, he'll be he'll be there for us and uh, Reaver and Furson in the secondary and and, and you know, man, we, we moved Sheamus from uh, strong safety, Sheamus Stull to to corner, and he's played lights out for us in seven on seven and it's been cool to just see him grow in confidence at that position and so uh linebacker you know for two inside linebackers we really need four guys and those guys are ben kraus alex hawk uh hunter bradshaw brady koenig you know there's just a list of guys there uh that that will play big time roles for us so i can't listen i i'm i'm the i'm on the offensive side of the ball but man, our defense has been awesome over the last couple of years. In spite of uh, not putting a, a lot of a lot of wins on the scoreboard, our yeah, defense. Yeah, I mean, hold, hold middle down to fourteen points. Our defense that's, that's, has that's played phenomenal, effort. and yeah. I, I I gotta you know give credit to our defensive coordinator Mike Marquez, uh, young guy like me. We grew up together. We both played in the same system growing up, and and uh, it's been awesome to see him grow as a coach. And uh, he's got he's got huge things in front of him. You guys held Brunswick down, uh, yeah, in, in, uh, in, in the regular season. Last yeah, and year. that's that's always a game. You know, that's always going to be a game. It always is, no matter if one team is has a great record and another team doesn't. It's always going to be tough. It's always going to be battle, and we're, we're we're excited about that. Right. Well, what do you enjoy the most about this time of year? As practice is about to get underway, everybody is zero and zero. 
everybody has the same opportunity right now. Everybody gets to come out to practice uh, on, on Christmas Day, August 9th this year, and every single person, every single team has the same vision. Now, the goal is is to hold that vision into November. Um, but, but we like to talk about focusing on our vision and not our circumstance um, and understanding that where we're going, where we're headed is way more important than where we're at. We got to understand where we're at. We got to understand that last year there was two wins on the, on the record. We got to understand. We got we to gotta grow from that. We got to know that. Uh, but also, we got to keep the hope. We got to keep the unwavering hope that we can and will succeed in the end. Has being a head coach, has that been tougher than you thought it was going to be? Always, always. It, it, you know, you look at the job and you see the job that, that I saw other coaches doing around the county as a young coach. I mean, I was 30 years old when I got hired. And I'm like, I, I could do that. And then you get into it and you realize all that comes along with it. Um, and, and one of the best pieces of advice that I've gotten as a head coach was from Joel Polis over at Walkersville. He said, Mike, just leave your phone in your truck. When you go out to practice – just be there. Enjoy those two, two and a half hours. Then deal with everything else. But that's your oasis. That's your solace. Because there's so much paperwork and all the other stuff that comes along with being a head coach. Um, so has it been more difficult? Yes. Uh, well, than I expected. What, what has surprised you? Like what what is like, oh, I didn't know that coaches have to do this. Like what like just all, all the little stuff that goes along with like the paperwork. Yeah, or, it's or, it's there's all that little stuff that that you don't see. You know, I didn't see Rick Connor doing this stuff. It's because he's that's why that's why he doesn't sleep. You know, he's he's up all night doing stuff, and he's he's up early in the morning, and uh, and so you know you don't see that stuff as an assistant coach. And then when you get into the job as the high school coach, it's it's the paperwork, it's the fundraising, it's all making sure you're ordering the gear and getting all the right stuff in, and just all that organizational piece that all all the stuff you didn't have to do as an assistant. Absolutely, you yeah. just got to coach football, and right. and that's you know that's why Joe said, hey, leave your phone in your truck, just coach football for those two hours. You know, and that, that that was a great piece of advice for me. And I would guess you have some pretty good parents, but you have to deal with the the, the parental aspect of it too. So. I mean, and, and listen, the the parents are the number one uh, piece for for high school coaches because, man, they're entrusting us with their children. I, we can't take that lightly. We got to understand that that is the biggest thing that anybody can do is entrust their children to us. And so we're all we're always if our, our practice. If you don't come watch our practice, come watch our practice. Come sit there and watch watch your kid. There's nothing more important than a kid sitting around the dinner table with their family. And we do everything we can to make that happen. We want our kids to see our coaches being good fathers as well. You know, I I saw this from Bruce Arians one time. Bruce Arians, the head coach, uh, won the Super Bowl with Tom Brady at uh, at Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. He said, one of my coaches, if they miss a dance recital, a parent-teacher conference, if they miss anything for their kids for Tampa Bay football, I think he was at Arizona at the time, he said, I'm going to fire him. That's, that's not what this is about. Our kids need to see us being good fathers as well. And so, because they're, I, I'm entrusting, right now, as we speak, my daughter's at cheerleading practice. I'm entrusting those coaches with my child, with the most important thing in my life. And so, parents are always welcome in our program. I, my phone is always open to them. And uh, and because it, it's important, it's a weighty task that, that we're entrusted with. Uh, who do you lean on for advice or in tough moments? I mean, Rick, obviously, I'm, I'm I'm sure you do. And it sounds like you talked to Joe uh, Joe Polis, and he's been a great mentor for you. But but who else who else do you really lean on um, when, when you when you need some advice? Oh, 100. It's my dad. My my dad. He he uh, he's coached football for a very long time. 
um, you know, and he's he he's grounded in his faith and he understands the big picture concepts. Um, you know, it's it's my he, that nobody has he's done it for for you know twenty five thirty years. He's coached the game, coached the game at a high level, um, and, and and you know what he's done so well. It's awesome to go to go out with him in public and go out and do the grocery store or go somewhere with him because he's always getting stopped by ex-players and saying, Coach, I can't, I can't tell you how much you meant to my life. I can't tell you how much influence you've had over my life. And so it gives me goosebumps just to think about it because that's really what we do it for. So my dad is is huge impact in my life um, and, and just, just an awesome, awesome man that I can lean on in, in good times and in bad. Yeah, uh, you're friends with the Allwine family, and, and, I am. and, and I am. they've been going through some tough times. So, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, the, um, you know, when I think of you know uh, Bob and Stacy Allwine, I've known them for a very long time, um, and 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 Michael Allwine, they're they're big realtors in our Frederick County area, and they do so much for the community. Um, you know, I know they're involved in the Phoenix School for Addiction Recovery in Frederick, and just big time things. So, so personally. Um, you know, I think Frederick County has suffered a very big loss as, uh, just a few weeks ago, Bob, about a month ago, Bob Allwine passed away of uh, pancreatic cancer. Uh, this, this was a man for me personally, uh, who I, I've known and, and just one thing I think about when I think about Bob is service. He served his kids so well. He served his wife so well. He served our Frederick community so well. Um, you know, his son, son was a basketball player in our area and um, and just served his family and his friends and everybody he knew so well. There's one thing that I can take from that situation, and and, and listen, cancer is a, is a terrible disease that just about everybody will be affected by at some point in their life. So this is not a unique situation, um, although it is it is it is so so brutal and so difficult. Um, but he he was a servant, and and that's the one thing that I'll take away um, from knowing him. Uh, just to be like Bob is to be a servant and to serve my kids, serve my wife, serve my my family at home, and then go out and take that into the community and serve our kids. If we can teach our kids one thing, it's just to serve other people, no matter what their background is. Man, if you look at our communities, if you look at our, our, our world and our society and just how divisive and polarizing it is, man, one act of service can change somebody's life. Um, and, and Bob was that. And so for me personally, um, that, that was a big thing that, that I want to take into this season with me is just to make sure that I'm serving the people around me as best I possibly can. And the Frederick uh, Atlantic League baseball team, the Spire City Ghost Towns, uh, recently invited the All Wines to come down and participate they, uh, and honor sort of uh, pick, pick them up, lift their spirits before a recent game. Yeah, they did. They were invited out, and uh, uh, Michael Allwine threw out the first pitch and threw a strike. I, I told him he, awesome. he he better hit it. He better he better throw it, throw it right down the middle. Don't, 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 don't bounce it in don't there. Don't bounce it. Better not bounce it in there. He was a basketball player, one of the baseball guys. So he he they did a great he did a great job and just it was, it was nice of the ghost towns to do that. Absolutely, and, and ghost towns, man, it's they're they're fun to go to. It's a, it's a it's a fun exciting environment. Uh, it's an, an exciting event. Do you do you like the name Ghost Towns? I do. I mean, I do. I I, I think uh, they the, the mascot. They can't fool us. The mascot's just Coyote in a different costume, in a different <laughs> jersey. We know that. I, I was a Keys fan growing up, but they can't fool me. Did, 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 um, did you vote in the naming contest, or I did. I did. I'm I'm, well, well, I'm well, sad well, to say that well, I did vote for the Screaming Alpacas. You did. Okay. Uh, you, were, you were alpacas. you were a Screaming Alpacas guy. Hey, you gotta be, man. Gotta be. I think it was. But it, it's it's a good environment. It's a good place to but, go see. But, 
but you're experience. fine. You're fine with ghost towns. Oh, I'm, I'm good with it. it. It's representing Frederick County and, 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 and our area. So it's, it's a good thing to go see. All right. So, uh, so, so thoughts and prayers, uh, obviously with the, with the all wine family as they go through this uh, tough, time. tough it was, time. It was nice of the community to, to pick them up a little bit. Yeah. So, all right, coach. Well, what can we expect? I mean, that'll be my last one for you here. What can we expect from Catoctin football this year? We are very, very blessed as a coaching staff to get to step into the shoes. Some people would say the shadow, but I say the shoes uh, that were left for us. And it was just set up so well as a program by Coach Williams, Coach Dumars, Coach Royer, uh, Coach Sakari, all, all these guys that have added into this program. And we just hope to be another chapter of what they started. We hope to be, you know, we're not, we don't do everything just the exact same way, but, but our hearts are in the same place. And, you know, talking to those guys, their hearts were for those kids. Um, and, and you saw it on the field. You saw a unity. You saw a brotherhood. You saw a one Catoctin. You saw a oneness and a unity about them that they just, they just walked differently. They just walked with their chests up, proud to have Catoctin on their chest, um, and, and we just hope that we can see that, uh, manifest this year into our guys and, and go forward, man. We are just so blessed to be a part of this Catoctin community and this Thermont community and Emmitsburg and Sibyllisville, just coming all together under the name of Catoctin Cougars. And, uh, and we, we hope we live up to that and, and continue to push forward with our program. Uh, will the turf make a big difference. I mean, yeah, I'm excited for the turf. Uh, not everybody is. I mean, not now? Every, you know, there are people that, that like the grass, that like playing on the grass. And I'm excited. You know, uh, uh, we're not going to be out there lining lines. The rain's not going to affect us. We're, we're, we're going to be out there. But, but I, I love the turf. I've, I've gotten to coach and play on both grass and turf. Um, I don't know that it'll make a huge difference. Um, but it's new. It's exciting. It's fresh. And, and that's what our guys like. And, and so we're, we're excited for that. All right, that is Mike Rich, the always positive uh, Mike Rich. Uh, I, I want to I want to see you on a bad day uh, to, to take it take a video or something like that because I don't believe it actually happens. It, it and, happens, and, and, and until I see it, I'm not going to believe it actually happens. <laughs> All so, right. yep. uh, but but thanks, Coach Rich, uh, for coming in, and we wish you uh, the best of luck uh, this season. And we'll we'll be doing more of this as we get you set up. Uh, for the 2023 high school football season in Frederick County. We'll bring some more coaches in and chat with them. We thank Coach Rich for coming in this week. And uh, my thanks to uh, Graham Cullen uh, for producing the podcast, as always. And my thanks to, to all of you uh, for, for checking us out and listening to the podcast every week. I'm Greg Swatek of the Frederick News Post Sports Department, and we'll see you back here on The Final Score.